Hey, hey! We're excited to be hosting the X29 New Zealand 2023 conference here in Tauranga Moana. Our conference theme is One Another, Relationships, Ministry and Mission, where we will explore the impact of our relationships with God and fellow believers in the local church on ministry, missions and church planting. The conference will be held on November 3rd and 4th, 56 Second Avenue here in Tauranga. Tickets are available over at Eventbrite. Hope to see you there. shall we say then that Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it that is a righteousness that is by faith Romans 9 verse 30 Kia ora and happy Tuesday welcome to another episode of Fill Me In a Redeemer Church podcast formerly the 99th most popular podcast among Kiwis on Spotify a big shalom to all of you whom he has called not from the Jews only but also from the Gentiles welcome to episode 15 I've got my man Jordan Mills with me today Jordan how you going yeah pretty good man thank you for having me so good to have you with us obviously we've got you here because you're a christian you uh, have fellowship with jesus christ uh, as as all the believers do and we want to talk to you about your story and how you uh, got into that how the lord drew you into the fold so can we just maybe start off just by introducing yourself who are you what's going on in your world all that kind of thing yeah sure so yeah my name is jordan mills um i obviously attend redeemer church in Tauranga. Um, I am here living in Tauranga, working at, well, Trust Power, or formerly known as Trust Power, now mm. Mercury. Um, I do customer service there, I do a few different things um, around that though. Um, in terms of my hobbies, mm. um, I, I love sport, I'm a, I'm a massive sports fan. Not really New Zealand sport though, okay. um, I'm into like American football, basketball in particular. Um, starting to get into like the UFC, cool. Even bodybuilding, I love cool. like looking into that kind of stuff and those sports here. Dude, this is terrific. Like <laughs> I am, I'm like so non-sporty. Um, <laughs> like it's it's ridiculous. Like I had a nickname as a teenager, basically uh, the well they called me Phil the Sport. Um, ironically, because I was terrible at every sport and I knew nothing about sport. Um, so I appreciate people like you because you can almost be like a little bit of a tour guide and just show me around <laughs> Here's how these sports work because I have tons of questions every time I watch a game None of it's making any sense to me and I just annoy people with questions the whole time Hey, um, just while we've got you introducing yourself. How old are you? So I'm 22. Cool. Yep. And how long have you been a Christian? Oh, I've probably been a Christian for about Maybe seven or eight years. Yeah, so I became a Christian when I was about 16. Cool. Uh, 16 heading on to 17 yeah love it yeah, in college yep. that's terrific can't wait to hear you unpack all that let's just uh, talk about your christian life at the moment so you're 22 mm. you've been a christian for a few years now um if you had to explain um what's christianity all about as far as you um understand it at the moment what would you sort of what would you sort of say well um, I would probably describe it in two ways. Um, so I guess when you look at it from the, um, when you look at it from like a, when you step back and kind of look at Christianity, it's all about 
God reconciling sinners through himself. And so uh, Christianity to me is about finding hope, mm. uh, finding redemption, mm. finding, or I guess being reconciled to God, mm. um, being a sinful person or being, I guess, dead in sins, mm. dead in your transgressions and being reconciled to God yeah. and being, I guess, sanctified and finally being sanctified uh, the day of judgment. Mm. Um, I guess um, as an individual, it's, I guess for me, it's about, I'm reminded about what the uh, Westminster uh, catechism, shorter catechism says about it. It's uh, the chief end of man mm. to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. That's yeah. that's kind of like as an individual, mm. that's what Christianity is about. That's my goal. That's my that's my pursuit in life. Mm. Um, yeah, I guess put simply. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's great. Um, so let's rewind back a little bit to the part of your story before you come into the fold and before you start thinking about things that way a little bit so yeah. can, can you talk a little bit about what your life was like um but pre-christianity maybe a little bit of your childhood and how did you kind of look at the world before christianity yeah sure so i guess um i was raised in a pretty good household mm. like my parents they're kind of they're indifferent towards christianity mm. or just religion in general mm. however my mum was a christian like in her teenagers or teenage years mm. um she fell away and actually was a christian for a little bit uh when i was in primary school um because she'd done bible in schools or oh, right. taught bible in schools which i'll get into later i guess but um yeah so but my parents generally um were quite indifferent mm. um, but they were amazing they raised me very well mm. um good values um etc but yeah i guess as i grew up going from primary school to college i've found it pretty hard to describe like who i was mm. as a person to people because i like can't remember a lot of it to be honest sure but what i usually say to people is to try and think of or try and like remember like a really like that really naughty kid at school in your class yeah. who would make a lot of noise yeah. think he was you know everything uh thought he was like real gangster real yeah. strong picking fights think of that kid yeah. that was me right okay <laughs> that i know was that me. kid okay that yeah. helps me understand yeah. a lot so think of that really annoying wannabe kid okay that was me okay <laughs> so somewhere along the way the gospel creeps in here christianity mm. creeps in so do you yeah. remember your first encounters with it when you first start hearing about it yeah man so like throughout all those years of me being that cheeky kid mm. that naughty kid I've always had uh, like a very soft spot mm. for like spiritual things uh, or the divine, if you will. Mm. Um, I guess it was first introduced technically uh, in primary school where my mum did Bible in schools, like mm. the, when it was allowed mm. in the schools um, or some of them. Mm. Um, I, yeah, so I was, I guess, introduced to Christianity or religion at that mm. time. But yeah, being like a, a little kid, it just kind of went in the air and out the other. Cool. Um, and then when I got to college, I guess through that primary school to college years, from like year five, year six to about year eight, mm. um, you kind of would hear about it around. Um, but yeah, it was something that always interested me. Yeah. Um, but when I was like first introduced to it and was like, it kind of penetrated a bit mm. more was um now it's a bit interesting but i was on youtube mm. like i think it was when i was maybe 15 or 16 and i came across this like afterlife testimony video so of someone dying mm. claiming to have died and gone to heaven or mm. hell and met god and met jesus and that kind of thing um 
so basically I was kind of, I guess the message of the gospel started to like penetrate my heart from those videos. It mm. sounds pretty strange. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if those videos were true or not. Um, mm. But I guess the way I like to look at it is that, you know, whether it's true or not, mm. God used that message uh, to still penetrate sure. my heart and, I guess, show me mm. the gospel, show me what he is and what he has to offer. Mm. Yeah. Far, you know, those, those are super interesting, those, those yeah. videos. And, I, and I've talked to, like, a number of seekers who are, are wrestling with the claims of Christianity, and that yeah. will be the instigator uh, for a lot of it. And, mm. I mean, people... People kind of have interesting takes on some of that. So just to circle back a little yeah. bit, so so you mentioned um, you had you, you were I guess interested in the divine. I, I'm not quite sure exactly how you worded that. Is this something that you think like you were aware of at the time? Like compared to other people around me, I just sort of have this interest in the divine that's different than say like my classmates. Or is this something you more think like looking back that? obviously was the case i think i think it was more i think i would probably describe it a little bit differently like i mm. just had a soft spot yeah, yeah like yeah. when That's someone would said, talk yeah. about it i'd be like oh really like yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear it yeah. like instead of just blowing it away right. like a lot of people would yeah. i just had like that soft spot yeah hence why i think i found those sorts of videos interesting mm. um but yeah, yeah god sure. really started to work in my heart at that time though mm. yeah but was there ever a time where you would have said like categorically god does not exist or no i don't think so i don't think so i was always i never really thought about it but if someone were to ask me i probably would have said yeah there's a god yeah Mm. Yeah. Yeah. so what so okay so what do you make of those videos now now that you're a few few years um, thinking i guess put simply i don't know yeah i don't know but god worked through that message nonetheless and it Mm. kind of started to penetrate my heart the gospel message did yeah instead uh rather yeah fascinating man fascinating so so where did you go from there yeah so um i like i think at one of the one of the videos um it kind of invited or not kind of it it invited me to do the sinner's prayer classic sinner's prayer so i prayed that prayer and Mm. because my mum at that time she was quite involved with the church to a degree like she would help with um i think it's called mainly music yeah yeah. so she would help out with those kinds of things and so she knew people and so did my mum yeah so So, (laughs) yeah so i talked to her about it i was like hey mum because i knew she had been a christian previously and was kind of familiar with it i was like hey i want to get you know baptized i want to go to church and um so she hooked me up with um the youth pastor at that church uh nani who's no longer at that church okay. but um real awesome guy yeah um and yes yeah, so i hooked up with him was baptized and the rest is history i guess wow <laughs> so you're yeah. a you're a true blue youtube convert yeah i guess so i guess wow. so that's where it started uh, yeah yeah dude that that's fascinating i also was converted from a youtube video but it wasn't just me browsing someone a christian i knew oh, was nice. like, watch this video <laughs> so, so that's fascinating man okay yeah. so um let, let's talk about the christian life since then so yeah. you you watch the video you're plugged into the church you um you know all the all these things are happening mm. um along the way have there been people uh that you've stumbled across that the lord and his good providence has put across your path that have been a a blessing to you that have been an encouragement to you yeah man so um i guess after that it was a bit tricky because mm. i was probably about 17 or thereabouts mm. and i didn't have my license and we at the time were living like in a place called athenry mm. and there was no church there the Waihi baptist church was like a 15 20 minute drive and so i couldn't go to church much 
Um, but I would try to like get rides and stuff like that. Um, but the youth pastor and the pastor at the time would always like, you know, try mm. and pick me up and drop me off and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was a bit rough the first few years mm. or yeah, first year or so, year or two. Uh, it was pretty rough. Um, cause I was like relying on YouTube and there's mm. a lot of like, there's a lot of good stuff on YouTube and there's also not a lot of good stuff yeah, on YouTube. So, sure. and I stumbled across a lot of that not good stuff. Yeah. And that kind of like, that damaged me a lot actually, spiritually. Like, and by that I mean, I became quite, I became quite scrupulous. Mm. Like, I didn't, like, I thought I was almost, I thought I wasn't saved most of the time mm. because I was so worried that I wasn't saved. Like, a, yeah, I was so worried about my sin and mm. like, oh, did I lose my salvation by committing this or all this yeah. sin? But I guess after a few years or after a couple of years, I started to, really get plugged in with the Wahi Baptist Church yeah. and some of the like crew from Redeemer, like um, Andrew, who's uh, at Redeemer now, yeah. uh, Oliver, like yeah. they were pretty instrumental mm. uh, in my spiritual life. Mm. Um, like we would go back and forth, we'd have lots of discussions, we'd have lots of uh, Mecca's trips. Yeah. We'd talk about all that kind of stuff after youth group. And yeah. it was good. It was really mm. good. It started to, I guess, help me... Um, look at things a bit simpler or a bit better mm. than I did listening, just watching YouTube all the time yeah. and those sermons online. For sure, eh? For <laughs> sure. It's pretty special then that you still get to have a bunch of these guys as oh, friends yeah. in your life, oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's fascinating. Like, I agree. YouTube has been such a wonderful tool for me. Like, the amount yeah. of stuff I've listened to over the years. You know, I had a had a bit of a gardening job throughout uni, and so I just load up, you know, yeah. hours and hours worth of stuff. And the amount of, like, growing I did right. using the internet was, was amazing. But at the same time, like, given that anybody can chuck anything up, I think, exactly. the, I think the local church is a really good filter oh, uh, of quality absolutely. sometimes i mean i'm you know hopefully hopefully at redeemer that's yeah, yeah no <laughs> that's the case absolutely. but i mean just in general like this people you can sort of work out okay these people like i know you from beyond your video i know yeah. how you interact with all these other people i know yeah. the method of study that you have i know your lifestyle and there's a lot of these people that they can put a video up and you go okay that's interesting but you'd never mm. follow them if you saw the bigger picture i think exactly. the local church is just yeah so key for that man absolutely man so key absolutely. do you remember how you found the claims of the gospel. So you're watching this video and like, I guess quite inherent in the Christian way of looking at the world is like, there's a God. Um, He created you. You have obligations to him, which you haven't met. Uh, You've sinned against him. I mean, these these are kind of like heavy things that a lot of people, um, you know, ruffles their feathers. Do you remember it hitting you that way? I don't actually. So I've always, like I kind of mentioned, I've always had quite a soft spot. Mm. So, um, I guess hearing those things, I'm, I'm immediately like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. So it didn't like kind of hit me like a truck. Yeah. It was just like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah. How do I fix this? Sure. How do I solve this issue? Yeah. So it was just more like a, I don't know, maybe that's just how God worked yeah. in, me in that particular way. No, fascinating. Um, that's great. Hey, let's let's have a little bit of reflect over the course of the Christian life then. Um, I, I like to sort of frame this question as like imagining that you were talking to freshly converted Jordan. And we've already talked about some of these, so no worries if there's nothing more to add. I'll just, you know, delete this section and That's <laughs> we'll, we'll never yeah. know that I've asked this question. But um, thinking firstly in terms of um, things that have gone well, looking back over the course of your Christian life, things that you go, man... 
in the providence of God that went really well mm. and I'm really stoked that it went that way do you have anything in particular like that? I would say that probably if I could get like plugged into a church yeah. quicker I would yeah um, and also to just examine everything you hear yeah. by scripture yeah to, to examine or to test everything yeah um, yeah because I was kind of just listening to everything and taking it in yeah and like I said, it was very detrimental yeah, to my spiritual health sure. because, yeah, it, I had like no assurance. Yeah. I would worry like every single day if I was saved or not. Yeah. Literally, I would come home from school and be like, okay, I done this today. I'm not sure if I'm saved. Right. So it was pretty bad. Yeah. Like it was very bad. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, just, uh, you know, test everything with scripture yeah. and to get plugged into a church yeah. and listen to good sound teachers. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, I, I guess, sort of more what you've um, what you've learned along the way. Since these are the kind of things you'd you'd warn yeah. younger Jordan against. Yeah, yeah. no, that, that's, that's right. great, man. And that that's like, you know, in in God's sovereignty, that this will be some great stuff. You'll be able to speak into the lives of others too. Eh? Just just be wary of these things. That's cool, yeah. man. So let's, so let's talk about that. You've mentioned test everything through Scripture. How do how do you approach Scripture? Um, how do you work Scripture into the pattern of your life? Yeah, so I guess when I read like a chapter of scripture, uh, whether that be Proverbs or anything I'm reading through currently, um, I'm trying to work through Psalms at the moment. Mm. Um, I try to look over it again and try to find some points that I can kind of draw out of that and mm. apply to my own life Yeah. Um, so that I can, I guess, be a lot more practical about you know what I read mm. um, because I think that's important as well to take it in it's good wisdom it's mm. good um, for I guess the soul and the heart mm. to nourish your spiritual life but also to be practical mm. practical about it and live it out I think that's also mm. very important that's what I try to do yeah how did you first find reading the Bible I mean that's kind of one of the big catches of Christianity hey come to Jesus also we've got this massive book um, yeah. we read through it heaps how did yeah. you first find that I was quite confused because okay. I I never really got into reading I like I was never a reader mm. so I guess reading the Bible I was like okay this is just really strange because I didn't like read books at all right Right. so it was like something completely new to mm. me um, but yeah I was very confused but um, I read through it like with some sources online and with the cool. youth pastor in the church, um, I was able to, I guess, get some good patterns mm. underway. Like, I think I was suggested to read the Gospels first, yeah. or John in particular, yeah. and that was really helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool, man. Spurgeon would ask this to people that were joining the Metropolitan Tabernacle in the 19th century. He would ask them, what would you love to accomplish for the Lord? What would you love to accomplish for the Lord uh, with your decades in front of you Jordan yeah um I guess to to be a good witness mm. I want to be I want to be a better witness like I've um actually recently I've um um gotten back in touch with my old best friend mm. and he's not a, well he was a Christian he's not anymore but mm. he's become quite I guess soft to Christianity like he's much more open to it and so I've really been trying to capitalize on that so I think just I think this is a pretty good time to practice being that good light and that good mm. witness to those um, unbelieving friends or just unbelieving colleagues or whoever mm. it might be um, yeah just to be a bit of light mm. and to uh, introduce people to yeah. Christ brilliant man yeah. brilliant hey let's do some rapid fire questions don't feel the pressure to answer them 
uh, succinctly or quickly if you don't want to but if you do want to that is fine as well so you're on the desert island uh, this island we've mentioned every episode so far Um, you can only have five books of the bible with you on the island which five books are you having? Uh, Genesis Hebrews Psalms uh, Romans and the Gospel of John there we go good on you man why John? probably because um, it emphasizes more than the other Gospels from my understanding anyway the deity of Christ Mm. so I get that you know good I just I'm reminded you know Mm. of that Christ is God and yeah yeah beautiful man beautiful Uh, are you one of those life verse people you have a life verse? Uh, actually I am kind of okay uh, so well one verse has always stuck with me yeah um, it's I think it's uh, in Philippians um, it's he who began a good work in you will complete it Philippians 1 6 yeah Beautiful. 1 6 that's it yeah so that's always been like yeah. that's been amazing yeah in my spiritual life yeah yeah amazing verse uh, best thing about being a Christian community I heard this answer on one of your other podcasts yeah. but it's true yeah community uh, nothing beats it mm the, the people, the just everything about it is yeah. just amazing and good. Awesome, man. Yeah. I've seen this meme floating around social media for the last couple of days that's basically saying, like, oh, you Christians basically just meet up once a week to have your own shindig and a bit of a party and stuff. So, <sighs> well, yeah, pretty much. We do have our event every week. Yes, yeah. we all come in and we see each other. It's pretty awesome, actually. Like, yeah. it's, it's great. It's kind of like, I don't even know what you'd compare it to in that yeah. sense like just a sizable amount of people all united around the same things meeting up every single week it's, it's yeah. super cool um, book of the bible you'd like to understand better uh, hmm. maybe one of the gospel accounts yeah maybe like John because there's a lot in those books eh? and a lot you just it's not I mean it is like a story yeah or a testimony of the life of Christ and whatnot. but like there's a lot more behind it yeah and yeah, I'd love to, I guess, dig a bit deeper. Totally, man. That. Totally. No, that's awesome. Something the church in New Zealand could do better at. Oh, I actually don't know. I don't think I can't think of anything. Cool. That one. No I problem. mean, there's probably lots, but yeah. I can't think of any like good answer that I can probably expand on. No, that's no, no problem <laughs> at all. Uh, favorite Christian song. Um, I don't have a favorite song, but I have a favorite artist. Okay, who's your favorite artist? I like um, Ascend the Hill. Okay. And Mum's Dollar. Dude, seriously? Those are, those are two of my favorites. I yeah, Easily. I haven't gotten into Ascend the Hill, though I know what they do, and I know that yeah. I would like it. I just haven't got to it yet. Okay. Tell me how you got into Mum's Dollar, though. This I must Mum's Dollar are the best. I think, actually, it was a long time ago, Michael Redstall got me into it. My And I loved man. it. I loved it. I was like, yep, my that's... My man. Yeah. Dude, they were so good. I remember like finding out they were Kiwis. I just couldn't believe yeah, it. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's really so cool. good. There's just like a good Kiwi band. Yeah. You know, I've probably seen them play live yeah. three or four times. And yeah. It was the best, man. I, I had a cousin introduce them to me when I was like 13 that's years cool. old. He's like, you got to check out this. We're that's on summer cool. holidays. Yeah, check yeah. out this band, Mum's Dollar. Some of the, the name sounded just ridiculous They've to me. They've got some amazing songs. Yeah, he, th- he threw on the A Beautiful Life album and that, yeah. the Nevertheless song started. I just, so good. listen, like my cousins, if they're listening, will tell you I just played that song over and over and over. <laughs> like, just, honestly, that's yeah, so yeah. good. They're so good. Oh, my wife will be stoked to hear you like that as well. <laughs> Mum's Dollar are great. Um, what, what's your favorite Mum's Dollar song? Uh, oh, there's, I was listening to one just before, actually. I can't even think of it. I feel like a fake fan. I can't even think okay. of this Well, should we loosen it up? What's your... If you had to choose between A Beautiful Life or Ruins, 
for the albums. Are you an albums guy? I don't know. Like I'm Gen Z aren't really albums. Uh, no, nah, I'm not really into that. No, I don't. Right, I don't know. I don't like remember albums like that. Eh? Okay. No, I'm just enough. like click the song. Yeah, I don't know. Fair enough, dude. Sorry, man. No, that's that, that's <laughs> that's cool, bro. That's cool. I, I was reading a thing a little while ago, where she's yeah. talking about the way the difference in the way that the different generations sort of consume yeah. music. Like I, when I was a teenager, when I was a teenager, I just bought so many CDs, nice. and so I, I'm real like. I like to listen to an album straight yeah, through, but yeah, it's like, okay. it's like what yeah. are you on about, man? Cool. Um, yeah, no, that's cool. So I know you're a bit of a reader now. You mentioned that you weren't really a reader back in the yeah. day, but I've known you to, you know, be dabbling in various yeah. no, uh, various it. books yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. these days. So who are your sort of favorite Christian authors and thinkers that uh, are worthy of our time? Oh, the best, in my opinion, right now, uh, Dr. Gavin Orland. Cool. My favorite, easily. Nice. Um, yeah, I watch a lot of his content on YouTube, but cool. I've read a couple of his books as well. Yeah. Theological Triage is a really good one. That's a great book. It's a Finding great the right book. House to Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that book is so good. Yeah, very good book. Very yeah. good book. Um, but I would yeah. recommend that to anybody who, like, enjoys theology and enjoys... Absolutely. Trying to work out, like, what's the right answer on this? And just sort of bringing that alongside you in your journey going, okay, and what are you going to do with the people who are Christians who don't yeah. answer that question the same way as you? Yeah, exactly. What do you do with that? Would you say similar? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Very good. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of his... So, a lot of his... I watch a lot of his content online. Cool. Uh, one of the better YouTubers to listen to. Yeah, right yeah, for sure. Um, but he... Yeah, he does a lot of, like, back and forths with uh, Catholic theologians cool. as well and Orthodox theologians. Yeah. And it's really good to see... Like someone so well studied, well read, mm. like interact with those people as well. Yeah. Like he does it in such a good um, and ironic way yeah. as well. Mm. And yeah, he's also just incredibly smart. So he yeah. does it in like really a really nice way and he knows what he's talking about. Mm. It's a good combo. Yeah. Um, I rate so, him, man. Yeah. Have you read his Theological Retrieval for Evangelicals? I read a little bit of that. Yeah. Really good book as well yeah. that I read um, or the bit that I read. Yeah. Super good. Super, super Dude. good. That's cool. Gavin Ortland, eh? The brother of... Dane Ortland. Who wrote... Yeah. The Dane. classic one that everyone that's loves. Right. Yeah, What's yeah. that book called again? Uh, the... Gentle and Lowly. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. that's it. Uh, a cool set of brothers to... Dabble. Yeah, really, really uh, incredible family. Yeah. Incredible family. Totally, man. That's cool. That's cool. Gavin Ortland. Okay, um, yeah. tip for Bible reading. Someone's just starting out. Jordan, what do I do? What are you telling them? Uh, I would say... It depends how new the the Christian is, but I would say, um, is I would say to remember that like tradition is a good thing. Mm. So, um, listening to like your pastor, theologians online, the church historically, what they've said on whatever matter, mm. whatever Bible you're, or book you're reading. Yeah. Yeah. To not shy away from yeah. listening to other people's interpretations. I Probably. think tr- tradition is a good thing. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of Protestants might be scared to say that sometimes, sure. but it is, mm. it, it's not on par with scripture, right. but it's a very important, totally. beautiful and good thing. Totally, man. So, yeah. Yeah. You can often forget how you stand on the shoulders of giants. Absolutely. Eh? Just so, Absolutely. Like, I, I've been doing a little bit of reading um, this week on the early church and some of their teachings around justification and yeah. just looking at the way they're sort of navigating the issue and you're yeah. just like oh my goodness man like I'm so glad I have all of this in front of me and exactly. I can sort of go okay exactly. yeah I know where I'm at on it and I'm just not figuring it all out myself and yeah. it's not to say scripture is not clear on it but it's just it's really helpful yeah. to see how the people have worked through it it's really good favourite thing about your church Jordan uh, I would say well two things you can do that neck I'll and neck, allow it neck and <laughs> uh, uh, I would say the community and the uh, teaching. 
It's like neck and neck. Real good. Top quality. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, this has been another episode of Film Me In, a Redeemed Church podcast. Drop us a comment on our Spotify page. Maybe give us a five-star rating on there if you so desire. Uh, Redeemer Church is a Bible-teaching church in the sense of Tauranga. Our services are 10.30 a.m. on a Sunday. Our website is www.redeemerchurch.org.nz. Jordan, so good to have had you with us today, man. Thanks for having me, man. Grace and peace to you. is less than a cool fresh spring and to one lost sheep a shepherd boy is greater than a Shalom, Chrizos. Hey, just before we finish up the podcast, I just wanted to draw your attention to a book project that Anthony, one of the pastors at the church, and I have just finished working on. It's called Church and State Reflections on the Things of Caesar and the Things of God, discussing the issue of the relationship between the church and the state. What kind of things should the state tackle? What kind of things should the church tackle? Is there any overlap between the two? If you're in need of some more misinformation and extremism in your life, uh, I'd encourage you to go check it out. It's available for free over at the church facebook page have a happy rest of your tuesday